This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always gone. Rebel Scum. We live in a world with Smooth Mall now. Smooth Mall? Yeah, Smooth Mall. Do you not know about this? Nope. Okay. Okay. I want you to breathe. Just listen to me. Just breathe. Okay. Someone photoshopped Darth Maul and took his tattoos away, so his face is just red. <laughs> oh, I think I, I think I scrolled past that. I didn't think anything of it. That's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> How bored are people getting during COVID? That what, what if we just made his face red? Whoa! <laughs> really? really? I was just looking. Where is this thing? How does guess, this work? I guess yeah. now I know why the pot shops are still open. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of play on there uh, where's my share screen on this thing oh, i don't know it's over here hold on hold on hold on hold you on you did that for the news once or twice you're like sharing boom okay it's not hold on, on. all right Brock, <laughs> if, you're, if you're watching you'll get a treat apparently if you're not <laughs> then uh if not if you're listening just just google smooth mall smooth not smooth mall. jazz oh smooth oh, mall wow that <laughs> that's interesting all right all right it looks like a bad character from like the sims that's what I... <laughs> is the sun really shining where you are right now <laughs> no, yeah, give me one second. that's the one problem how were head. you were you waiting all week to talk about smooth malt no i just saw it i saw that people were actually taking it seriously um when I was cutting and pasting the news today, I was like, oh, the people are actually taking this. It's like, smooth mall is a thing, and it's disgusting. <laughs> you know, you know, people are, I think, I don't know if it's a lockdown or what, but I saw, um, I have not seen the, the, the Falcon, the Falconeer show, the Falcon and Bucky Barnes show. I haven't seen it. But I know that there's Captain America, and I know that it's, uh, it's uh, Wyatt Russell, who is fantastic, and everybody wants some. Yeah, I rewatched that. The also, other day. in his youth, great hockey player. Uh, he's a great. He's great in that movie though. He's like the best. I think he was my favorite part of that movie. I think to be honest. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I haven't seen it. And he plays the new Captain America, and you're like, well, he's the new Captain America is probably supposed to be a jerk. Like that. That was like the first thing I thought of when I heard there was going to be a new Captain America. And apparently, he is a jerk. You could correct me if I'm wrong. But um, people seem to be surprised. They're like, I don't like him. And I was like, I haven't seen it, but I'm pretty sure the point of it is that you're not supposed to like yeah. the new guy. Uh, so maybe people are just more gullible when they're locked into their inland their houses for a year. <laughs> it's the point. Like, uh, He replaces Captain America in the comics as well. And he's kind of a jerk because he's basically you know, controlled by the government. He becomes U.S. agent, right? Because they yeah. keep him around. Uh but yeah, like that's the whole that's his whole initial like story arc. It's like cool, cool man. And the best part is he auditioned for Chris Evans' yes. role back in the day, and yeah. it's like, well, there you go. 
I, I love the meme where it makes him look like the grandfather from, from up. up in the He suit. does look like that too. It's pretty pretty just when he wears the thing, right? <laughs> yeah, Rebel Scum I, Podcast. Talk about Marvel. I, said, like I, said, I haven't seen it. Um we're lots of stuff. We finally get to talk about Rock. Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars. So Boom. We finally Smooth get to mom. talk about it. Two hundred and nine episodes. Um Boom. Um, um it's it's a look. I love Star Wars. Um <laughs> look, listen. I, I don't, love Star Wars. I don't need to convince you, but I'm going to. No, I, I don't know. I just I've been <laughs> I, I so here's I don't know. I really enjoy Star Wars. And I look <laughs> at it and I say, What do you what are you trying to do with Star Wars? And I, I'm anyway, Obi-Wan Kenobi finally gave us something to talk about. Yeah. Thank goodness, because I I was struggling. I don't know if you were, but I was like, what are we going to talk about today? Um, Ray Palpatine. Ooh, you know. Uh, And Obi-Wan Kenobi came to our rescue on it. It started shooting in April. And and Mm. I tweeted something out uh, on Monday. Monday. I tweeted something out, and somebody replied saying, um, because the tweet was basically like, the cast is phenomenal, and, and it was about... Deborah Chow is directing it. And they're like, I forgot she was directing it. <laughs> and the reason why I remember that she was, to be honest, was because I saw the, the cast listing and Joel Edgerton was there. And I was like, oh, man, it'd be cool if he directed. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Is Deborah Chow doing it? Which is amazing because her episodes of The Mandalorian were phenomenal. Um, and and, and, and what, what are they referring to this as? A limited series or a special engagement or something? That's the wording of this. Hmm. They're, they're calling it the... Oh, I don't have it. Yeah, it's like a special event series. That's a special event series. 100% a one-off. To me, Brock, what this is saying is this was going to be a movie. It's not a movie. Bob Iger opened his mouth and said no Star Wars movies will debut on the channel. So we've split this up into four to six episodes. Enjoy. It's basically, it's basically Zack Snyder's Justice League, only spread out over weeks instead of all at once. Yeah, yeah. I was, I'm just like looking up the, because it's nice because on IMDb they actually have all these names for this cast. Boom. That's fake. But like, yeah, there's like you're looking at this like here's your cast, only one episode. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, Joel Edgerton is only in one episode of Obi Wan. He, he might be. Sure though. I mean, if you look, if you think about it, comparing it to like The Mandalorian, yeah, you know, like uh, yeah, I, but like it's saying uh, Hayden Christian and Ewan McGregor six episodes. I thought they changed it to four. Did they go back look, to six? IMDb is a crock of crap. <laughs> you could log yeah. in right now and write whatever you want. You can't go by IMDb for anything. It's it's just nice because the names are all here in a list, and if I need to be like, what other movies has this person been in? And whoop, yeah, there it's go. good for that. But if they have names of the characters that are playing in the Mandalorian, it's a straight up lie. Unless it's Obi Wan Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker, Owen Lars, Beru Lars, Mephisto, Snoke. Excuse me. Those are the only characters that we know. <laughs> I I'm excited. The cast is the cast is wild. Like it's just like wow, they it was wild. Yeah, yeah like it's um, it's nice to see one Joel Edgerton's back, and then also I don't know how to pronounce her last name, Bonnie Peace, who played 
Baru and Attack. So I was like, yay. Which Not ma- Attack, uh, Revenge. Which makes sense. Or no, both. they're in both. They're in both. They're in both. Sorry. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, and we were seeing Indira Varina. Varina? Yeah. Varna? Varna. Varna. Sorry. Varma. Who we are all speculating is. Um, What's your face? Satine. I'm not. <laughs> but like, yeah, the the cool standouts were like Kumail Nanjiani, O'Shea Jackson, Sung Kang, for, who plays Han yeah. in Fast and the Furious. I don't know Robert Fre- Friend. Uh, Ro- Fr- so Friend? Rupert Friend, Friend, I would have no idea, except Aaron got really into Homeland a little while ago. Oh, yes, and yes. he is in Homeland. And I didn't really watch it, but I come in and he's actually he's actually a really good actor. And mm-hmm. I read up, and apparently I read up when she was watching Homeland because I'm like, who is this guy, and why is he not in anything? And oh, he's, uh, he he's, apparently they wanted him to play Bond, and uh, uh-huh. he turned it down before Daniel Craig or something like that. Um, yeah, he plays uh, Agent Forty Seven in the Hitman movie based on the video game, but not the which Timothy is Olyphant. like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, 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 yeah. The Homeland, yeah. But he's a, he's a really good he's a that's a good that's a good uh, pickup by them. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, for me, I, I Aaron also watched The Queen's Gambit, which I didn't. I walked away. Yeah. I said I said you know what, not into chess. I actually I really like chess, but I had no interest in the show. No offense, it was very well made, I'm sure, and well acted, and blah 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 blah. Aaron was really into it. I was like, but uh, yep. apparently, have you seen it? Yep, of course. Uh, but Moses Ingram is <laughs> in such it. a dick. <laughs> of course. <laughs> what haven't you watched on Netflix? A lot of things. Because there's Homeland. <laughs> <laughs> That's not on Netflix. That's on uh, same Disney. thing. It's on Disney Plus. <laughs> is uh, it on Disney Plus? <laughs> yeah, it is. Everything's on Disney Plus. Uh, Moses Ingram. Anyway, she's on the Queen's Gambit, right? Yeah, she's the friend. She's the friend. Um, whatever. But she, so she took this picture. She took that picture. That's of her in there. And she put it on Instagram and said, I play with lightsabers. Oh, dope. And it was and people are like, What? And then oh, we're gonna do a top five on this. But I was talking to Aaron and Aaron thought it would be cool if because Aaron loves the Fallen Order game. She's like, What if she's like the and I was like an inquisitor? She goes, Yeah. And uh Yeah, so, that'd be cool. And I, you know, one thing that I think a lot of people have been wanting is a live action inquisitor. We've never gotten yep. one. And yeah, exactly. You can't, you can't not want a live action Inquisitor. Yeah, like it's. I didn't even think about that because, like, that's totally something you can drop in to the show, and it would work fantastic. Yeah. And it makes sense because, well, I don't know if it makes sense because I don't know what it's about. But I'm starting to get the feeling that, uh, and hey, uh, Vader knows that obi-wan is out there yeah because I, and, sure. and 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 that's obviously not based on <clears throat> excuse me on leaks or blah 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 it's based on the casting and the fact that hayden christensen is in it that would it it it, it just it's to me it seems like he knows that obi-wan kenobi is out there he might not know exactly where kenobi is mm-hmm. but he might know and 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 people have been speculating that they're gonna um I guess retcon that memoir, uh, uh, something I have not felt since. We might get, you know, a bigger a fight between the two, which as of now, I'm still not sure if I want that or need that. I feel like I feel like we've got a good Anakin or Vader 
Obi-Wan fight at the end of Revenge of the Sith? And do you, does it diminish it? But at the same time, who cares? We're 15, 16 years separated from that movie. <laughs> Let them do it. Uh, but but I just have this sense now, Brock, that Vader knows that Obi-Wan is out there and he's zeroing in on him. And this series yeah. is going to end very close to to him discovering that Tatooine is where he'll never he'll never figure it out or maybe he does maybe mm-hmm. how cool would it be if Vader learns that Obi-Wan is on Tatooine and his son is there and he chooses to not go there but I know Boba Fett tells him anyway whatever so it can't yeah, happen nah. the comics ruin it all I'm all ruin for like all. I'm all for Vader fighting Obi-Wan because we don't know when exactly this is going to take place. I mean, we're in a, a, in a span seven, of like... No, no, we do. We do. It's like seven years after Revenge of the Sith. Okay, so then there's roughly 12, 13 years before New Hope, give yes. or take. Cause, or where does... I mean, I guess Luke is about 18, so maybe less than that. So, like, that's long enough that, like, the line is like, I haven't felt that presence... In a long time, like it could still, still work, and you know, twenty years obviously would be better, but like ten years after Revenge of the Sith, so ten years, okay. You, so you've got about eight years. Yeah, so like I think it still works. Uh, I think, but like him knowing his son exists doesn't necessarily have to know who he is or where he is. I think that would really upset me because I'd be like, well. But, you know, I mean, yeah, comics aside, like, there's never a moment when Vader, in my opinion, in the movies is like, I have children. (laughs) Like, he always kind of, like, I think he doesn't know who Luke is in in, uh, A New Hope. But, like, there's never a scene of revelation, is there? Am I wrong? No, but, I mean... It's it's a way to add weight to what's going on, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's ever going to get to Tatooine. Mm-hmm. I, like well, this isn't odd, but like, and he's not in the cast, obviously. But could Boba Fett appear on this show? Hmm. Maybe because he would be, he would still be a bounty hunter. He could be. He could be younger and like he could mm-hmm. be like slowly getting into his notorious people know who he is sort yeah. of thing. See, because um, you got to think this cast, as amazing as it is, they're withholding something. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Right. Like there's something. Um, and I'm not saying there's a Luke Skywalker moment in the last episode. Like nothing <laughs> like that. I don't think it's anything like that. But, you know, like these aren't the only people in it. There's going to be extras. So. <laughs> You know, I, yeah. I, like you know, and there's people in the Star Wars world, whether it's Natalie Portman um, coming back or Dorme. We all want more Dorme. Yeah. You know, it, it, like the, there's a possibility that they are not sharing uh, cameos and surprise guest appearances for Roman. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Which I mean, they announced that like Dominic Monaghan was in. Uh, Rise of Skywalker, and he's barely in it. Or he's in it, but like he's not a huge part. He's just like you can drop anyone in this, and 
doesn't automatically mean their character is anything. And we talked about but, this, like... but with this, this you know, the the stereotypical picture of black and white <laughs> on with the thing that Disney loves to do. Like they did this for Lion King, they did this for Aladdin. You're assuming that this might this is probably the main cast. So, but what what is a main cast in a world of Mandalorian? Yeah. Where is Grief Karga part of the main cast of the Mandalorian? right i mean he was billed as one in the first season and they were like he's back in the second season but he's for one episode right Mm -hmm. so that's really and then you have um i already forgot her name they've erased her name from my memory cara dune Mm -hmm. i guess she's kind of a main character but she shows up for what four episodes in and then disappears for an episode or two then comes back for the end of season one like, yeah. you know, they play loose with the characters. And not that I'm saying this is going to follow the same because clearly this isn't written by by Favreau at all. It's completely different storytelling. But, I mean, who's to say that, you know, Owen Lars and, and Baru aren't in, you know, 15 minutes of the pilot and that's it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm not that I don't think it's a pilot anymore. I don't think these are considered pilots. But, like, you know... I don't, we don't know. Maybe they get blown up and they retcon it that they never exist. What? <laughs> Disney's going to retcon because they hate Star Wars. Do you not know this? Brie sure. Larson was just <laughs> cast as the most powerful Jedi and Kathleen Kennedy was just fired. <laughs> okay. Uh, but you know what? Like, you make a good point. Like, we're expecting him to be on Tatooine, but there's no reason why he can't leave Tatooine. Especially like if they if they toy with this idea of a Duchess of Teen character. Maybe it's not Duchess of Teen, but some female character. Like, he could you could they could like deal with like his story could be about like well what. What happens to you when your whole life falls apart? Everything you knew is taken away, and you're like, do you change? Do you do you go? Do you stop being who you are, or do you become somebody new, sort of thing? Like, especially like that would work with like Vader as well, right? Because it's like you could. It would be ten years into Vader being Vader, like he's still. They they could tackle the whole identity. He's like, is he Anakin or is he Vader? Which is like kind of what the original trilogy is about. But like, like I think identity could definitely be a thing in this series. Here's, here's, so it's just like, mm-hmm. well, here here's a question that kind of goes sideways on that. But um, mm. Owen Lars does not like Obi Wan Kenobi, old Ben Kenobi, yeah. right? Are we going to yeah. see why? Is there going to be a moment? that Luke's life is in danger and then he's like you stay away from this child you're going to bring nothing but harm to him yeah I mean that's what they did in the journals Obi-Wan Kenobi journals in the comics which was super interesting and as much as I've read those stories like I'd see it on TV again like that'd be cool Um, they didn't reveal a child character in this so uh I think I think it would be beautiful if they showed a showed a young Luke, and then if he goes off planet, a young Leia. They don't have to be the main point of the story, but like 
Anything. I, I will give anything to go to Alderaan. If only for like half an episode. Like, ooh. This, I don't know if that'll happen. And the one thing that really I think would stop that from happening in this series is that I really, I know they did a lot of the, re, well, it's rumored that they did a lot of rewrites, but I feel like this is still based on that rumored Obi-Wan Kenobi movie script. Like the full feature script. I feel like this is a variation of that. And I, I, I so, I mean, you know, I, I feel like whatever happened in that, for the most part, will happen in this. Um, minus a few things and, and some different things that have been clearly added over time and whatnot. But I don't know about going to Alderaan. That's, uh, I mean, look, I'm with you. I want to go to Alderaan as well. Um, I want to be, you know. I don't know if this yeah. is... I don't know. Maybe Andor is one where we get Alderaan. Yeah, maybe. I'd be down for it in any form. I'm just um, not sure where Obi-Wan goes. That's like, that's like my one... When Solo came out, everyone was like, I want an Obi-Wan film. And, and I was mm-hmm. always like, but Solo is like... like The possibilities are basically endless with Solo, with Obi-Wan. Yeah. Like, And look, I'm all for the Obi-Wan show, and I would be totally down for an Obi-Wan movie if that ended up being the case. But like, but I, my reason why my excitement wasn't like it was for Solo was because it just feels like you're, there's, you're tied down a lot more with Obi-Wan. Yeah, oh yeah. But that's also what can make this so exciting is, okay, well, we're tied down, so how do you push the limits and push that narrative in a way that that we're not suspecting. No, that's why I think like like they could go tackle a story about identity, right? Like it's because uh-huh. it's sort of the, the that's the same question. It's like make an Obi Wan movie. You're like, okay, wh- what's it about? Like, who is Obi Wan? He's just you know you see him as this like wizard wise man in the original trilogies, then you see him as a Padawan in the in Phantom Menace, and then like. A general and a Jedi Master, and the rest of the prequels. It's sort of like, who was he? I mean, I feel I would argue that like Clone Wars, the TV show, is where they actually developed him as a character. That I'm not slamming you and McGregor. He did a good job, but like that wasn't the main focus of the movies because it's mm-hmm. sort of like, well, we know what he's going to become, so it's just the relationship between him and Anakin. So then. If, like, the relationship of him and Anakin isn't vital to the movie stories, perhaps it's got to be important in this as well. Because it's like, what do you do when the person you trusted the most betrays everything you believed and and betrayed you, in a sense? So, yeah, like, it could be a lot of that. Like, I agree that, like, there's not so much, but, like, you could. Like, it's just... This is what Star Wars doesn't do well, in my opinion, and everyone's gonna be like, "What?" Or like character development is like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's like the story of Vader is like very rich and what have you, but at the end of the day, he's a guy in a suit, so it's just like you're like, he was this and that, and you're like, yeah, but like what I said earlier, it's like there's no point where he's like. I had a son this whole time. I could be wrong, right? I can't. I'm. I'm trying to remember. It's like he just seems to know things, and then he reveals. Like no one ever shocks Vader. I guess I don't know. I'm maybe I'm. I'm just pulling uh, things off 
out of my well, back pocket. Here's a question: out. Is do you think this show should focus more on character development, or do you or or focus on the action? Oh, absolutely. No characters, characters. That's I'm with you, like, but I think we're in the mi- I think we're in the minority, though. Yeah, probably, but like anybody can have a lightsaber for battle. Like I would argue that knowing nothing about the acolyte, like there's you want, but we know they're like there's going to be martial arts and it's going to be Jedi's <laughs> in the age of Jedi's. Like sick, make that all, <laughs> make that all lightsabers, like. Just make it like, uh, is it a movie or a series? I can't remember the acolyte. Series. Just make it like six episodes of people just going wah, 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 credits. Like, um, but you know, like, that's what the acolyte, like, put acolyte, um, putting inquisitors in this would be like, yeah, that's how you get your little bit of action. Cause you can't just be Obi-Wan versus Vader. Right. So no, I, I think that's a, yeah, no, I'm, mm. no, you put the inquisitor and then Vader. I'm curious what Vader's role is, you know, and, and, yeah, absolutely. and will we see Anakin? Will we see his face, his Vader face you yeah. know, unmasked? Will we get flashbacks of Anakin? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because Hayden Christian coming back is great, but if he's just in the Vader costume, then it's like, all right, cool, yeah. I guess. But there's no mention of James Earl Jones anywhere. So maybe, you know, we're all like, Vader's back, he's playing Vader, but maybe he's just, unless unless this was announced and I can't remember, but maybe he's just playing Anakin in flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, why not? Maybe this show has, like, crazy flashbacks and it's, maybe our action, aside from, like, an Inquisitor hunting him down, is all flashbacks on... Uh, all the fighting and stuff is in flashbacks. But I'll tell you, you know, hmm? he becomes a hermit in a cave in the desert. He could easily go crazy for a couple episodes and just see. <laughs> he could be just being followed yeah. around. Like that could be weighing on him where he's he's created this like visualization of Anakin that follows him around constantly. I'm trying to think of like what show did that. It's sort of like, uh, uh, oh God, what was the show where... Quantum Leap, where, like, he can only see the Al character. <laughs> or, I don't know, like, uh, you know what I mean. Like, they could easily do that. I mean, that's interesting, too. Like, there's, there's like, you can make a decent story that just exists on Tatooine, or you could have him on Tatooine occasionally and then jumping off. Like, he has to, I mean, is he hiding in, or is he hiding a lot? Like, Code Wars, he puts the helmet on all the time. He hides in plain sight, so there's no reason he can't hide as like a stormtrooper or something and come into into contact with Vader or something like that. Like there's there is like there is a lot of potential. I'm interested. Well, maybe we'll get that moment where because I don't know if it's in canon or not, where he learns Vader's identity. Yeah, I don't know. Like it, th- th- that's the beauty Wait, of he like kinda, he knows it in. Does he know that he's Vader at the end of Revenge of the Sith? Because he he this could be a way to explain it. Yeah, as he slices him up, leaves yeah, him to he die. Him. Yeah, he's never told. Like, and I don't think at any point, uh, Anakin reverse refers to himself as Darth Vader. <clears throat> so, you but know. like, um, 
you know, uh, 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 the beauty of how Alec Guinness acted in the original trilogies is like, well, it seems like he knows a little bit more, especially yes. once you watch everything. Also, he makes up a story. He's like, he was a pilot, and then he was slain by Darth Vader. So, like, knowing what we know is like, well, he's sugarcoating. He's not telling the truth, yes. but he's not also lying. It's like there is there's a half truth. So, yeah, like, I would definitely say in New Hope, he knows who Darth Vader actually is. Uh, oh, <laughs> if only... I'm just trying to think. When does Ahsoka meet F- Battle Vader? I guess after when Obi-Wan happens. It would be amazing if they could somehow wrangle Ahsoka into there and she tells him who he is. <laughs> does she battle him? Yeah, it's like after that's Maul. Way after. No. Yeah. No. No, because it's after... Like, Leia is in Rebels... And that episode is before that, and she's an adult. Oh, yeah, I guess so after this show. But Maul still is alive. Anyway. But yeah. Maul's going to be in this series, bro. I'm telling you. All <laughs> Played by Benny Safdie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to, to more Star Wars shows. This is a great one. It's nice to have familiar characters mm-hmm. with new, uh, new uh, faces surrounding them. Uh, you know, see how they they progress these stories and and tell us what we didn't already know is what I, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a good show. It's mm. got a great director. Um, I don't know who wrote it anymore because it might have changed. I'm not sure. Uh, but Ewan McGregor uh, has been wanting to do this for years now. Hayden Christensen's back, and the rest of that cast is uh, plentiful. Joel Egerton's back too, which is uh, he he blew he blew up more than anybody after the prequels. He was like the hidden yeah, gem. Yeah. Like, it's like, by the way, this guy's a really good actor. And George goes, like, "Yeah, well, you know, he looked like the guy." Um, so I'm really good. Uh, I'm really good. What does that mean? So it looks really good. I'm really excited to see to see the show. The shoots in April. We'll get it sometime in 2027. I'm sure by the time. <laughs> We might be out of lockdown by then. Although I think most of the world is vaccinated except for us. Yeah, I saw uh, Amy, not Polar, Amy, the comedian, the blonde one, Amy Schumer got vaccinated. She wore like a ball gown dress, like a fancy dress that you wear to an award show to get (laughs) Interesting. She She has Lyme disease. Interesting. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So... Yeah, so anyway, we'll we'll catch up. We'll get a vaccine. Oh, by the way, Brock, did you hear about uh, Warner uh, about Warner Brothers and the movie theaters? No. They signed an exclusive maybe. deal with movie theaters. I think it might just be one, I'm not sure, but all of their films will be released in the movie theater in 2022, oh, yeah, yeah. 45 days before HBO Max. So <laughs> I guess that's a win for movie theaters. Hopefully we can get back soon. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, things are looking good for the fall. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I don't even think about it anymore after the last year. I'm just. I've given up on. It. I'm like when when I get that needle in my arm, mm-hmm. I'll be like, okay, when can I go out next year? I'm still gonna wait. I'm still. Gonna... <laughs> Movie theater. Like I said, look, look. The world warms up, and April 16th is coming. Mortal Kombat, buddy. <laughs> I might be there. Are they still going to do a cheap day on Tuesday? Because 
they, they charge I, more on Tuesdays out of makeup for the last I, year. <laughs> I think movie theaters are going to be doing a lot of cheap days because they have to coax people back in. I don't. I think like it won't be super difficult, but like to get back to their numbers, no. they definitely have to offer lower things. Like, uh-huh. I work for the Blue Jays. I'm fully expecting to hear like ticket sales when it's allowed for people to go into that building especially the team uh that like all of a sudden tickets are not expensive yeah i don't know i i looked the movie theater near me opened up and i was expecting something and they offered nothing i was like if you want me they're like we're open come i'm like well then offer me free popcorn i'd be there in rp no i wouldn't aaron wouldn't let me um I'm excited to, to to live my life again. Anyway, so 45 days is kind of exciting. Uh, Disney Plus, though, is like, pfft, we got premiere access. Suck it. <laughs> um, want to go to the odds? Sure, let's do it. Sir, the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds. You know them. You love them. There are Patreons. These wonderful people, they support us, and you can support us too if you go down to Patreon. If you go down, go downtown to like Main Street and Fourth, and you can check out Patreon.com, the storefront. Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. Check out what we have to offer. If you would support us, that would be great. Thank you very much, but thank you most importantly to the following people ID Fetter, executive producer. Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Sooner Thrawn, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W, Rez, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D Raven, Spencer, Cosmic Girl 02, Gleek Play 1, Disney, Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Aaron Quinton, Girls with Sabres, and the Den of Nerds. By the way, for all you Patreon, if you go on Patreon, you can watch Andrew Fantasia uh, give a Goodwill's hunting about the Bendu. He talks all about the Bendu from top to bottom. Learn everything you need to know about the one in the middle, the Bendu. Julio. Speaking of Andrew Fantasia, he gave us our first odd. I see that. And he worded it as follows. What are the odds that my boy Biggs Darklighter will appear on Andor? He worded it exactly like that. And that's why he's not allowed on the show anymore. Um, I like it uh, because we want to see some more connection between the, re- like, the rebellion. I mean, I guess it's early stage rebellion, but... Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you get a little taste of him in Rebels, so it's like, let's get him in there, slightly older. Um, that'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go 80%. Not the original actor, of course. <laughs> that would be even better. I've gone through space like, and not time. Not uh, forget what his name is, but like, yeah. Remember when everyone thought Diego Luna was playing Biggs? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go full Brock, full Brock, because I can see it easily happening, but I can also see it where Andor is nowhere near the rebellion and it just wouldn't happen. I also just realized I confused Biggs for Wedge, but either or like any of those characters (laughs) are fantastic. I was like, no, you're thinking of Wedge. Um, but uh, yeah, either or. I was about to say when I said all that, I was like, oh, it'd be cool if like you see 
like big dark the big dark lighter getting uh, part of the thing. <laughs> I gotta go for Brock though. They're kind of interchangeable when you think about it, because doesn't Biggs go to the academy as well? <laughs> One is dead. No, I know that. Yeah, I know that, but like <laughs> Yeah, I know. You know what both, I mean? They're both basically the same. Yeah. But one dies. <laughs> and one is mostly in deleted scenes. Um, never tell me that was number two. Vader will send out Inquisitors to hunt down Obi Wan Kenobi, specifically yeah. Obi Wan, not like go find Jedi, like my old master. I'm all in, 100. Let's do it. Yeah, That's I'm, a going, great idea. I'm going 91. If you're, if it's not 91, Lucasfilm, I'm canceling my Disney Plus subscription. Mm-hmm. They should just do like an Inquisitor show. Nothing happens. It's just Inquisitors with cool looking helmets and costumes spinning lightsabers for like an hour a week. And you're just like, I like it. Cool. And then at the end of every episode, Vader kills that Inquisitor. (laughs) That's it. It's just like, it's an hour of like cool, like spinny lightsabers and dead. And you're like, what? And Vader's just like, I'm more powerful. And you're like, fair enough. Um, Horrible idea for a show. Uh, and our final ad today, Uncle Owen and Aunt Brew will find out the truth about Anakin. Uh, that Anakin is... Ooh. Oh, and they'll meet Vader. Wow, I read that wrong. Un- Uncle Owen and Aunt Brew will find out the truth about Anakin and meet Darth Vader. I feel like half of that's more plausible than half the other <laughs> I was a little conflicted on this one because it's like, well... Like, they hate... They hate a lot of things. But, like... No, it would work. Like they could learn, and that's one of the reasons why they are the way they are mm-hmm. in the the movie. And they have to know like, something. Per, yeah, and perhaps like because it's sort of like why do they dislike? Well, I guess it's not. I'm confusing the comic stuff and the movies. Like Uncle Owen doesn't really say much about Obi Wan outside of like he's just a crazy guy out in the thing. Don't worry about him. <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. So it could work that like whatever happened, like he goes and drops off Luke and perhaps they trust him at some point. But then like maybe them finding out who Vader and Anakin are. Oh, well, they know who Anakin is, but like it, somehow Obi-Wan could have saved them and then like or saved or like stopped something. And like, yeah, so I'm going to go. 72 percent because i'm like yeah that 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 could work i don't know like there's no reason why you couldn't do something like that i would be totally down for it i think i mean the meeting vader i don't know but i think they i think it adds weight to why they are the way they are yeah yeah new hope because he's he's yeah like you say he doesn't really talk about obi-wan but he's like it's crazy old wizard but there's there's this hesitation on the part of of Luke's father. And the thing is, and in a new hope, it's, it's that he was killed by Vader, right? Like that's what we all think. But then when you look at, when you look at it, look back at it, it's like, is it because he was killed by Vader or because he turned into Vader? Is that what's weighing on him? And he doesn't want that to happen to Luke. And he thinks that that could possibly happen. Yeah. Um, so that's, uh, like imagine Vader coming to their house or something like that. Like, I don't know what would happen in that story, but like I feel like that hut having more stories around it would be more helpful to everything else, right? Like it's like it's where we start our story with Luke. It's where we end our story with Ray. Like mm-hmm. that would be kind of cool if they could work all that stuff together somehow. Look, look, 
His name is Luke Skywalker. It's not Luke Lars. Yeah. Now, do they call him Luke Lars when Vader? Because here's the thing: yeah. what if Vader is hunting, finds finds out Obi Wan Kenobi is on Tatooine, gets to Tatooine, shows up at because he knows who Owen and Baru are. He's met them. Yeah. So he's met them once, but they're close. There's you know the Stepros. Um, but who, who's to say that he doesn't go in there? It totally intimidates them, scares the crap out of them. They might not know that he that underneath all that is who used to be Anakin, right? Yeah. Um, and then that could be what what sets them off on hate on like not trusting Obi Wan and staying away from this child. And they could be like, "That's Luke Lars." <laughs> like what? Like because here's the thing: like they could totally retcon Luke's name if you think about it. Like maybe he doesn't take the name Luke Skywalker until he says, "I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you." Does he say Skywalker before that? They probably do. I haven't seen it in like six months. <laughs> do they say Skywalker before that? Right? Do they? I've just read Con Star Wars, so you're welcome, fanboys. <laughs> they call him McClunky. <laughs> <laughs> Luke McClunky. McClunky. Maybe Greedo will show up. All right. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Those are our but it's like baby Greedo and Kitster. They're teamed up. They're like a they're a bounty hunter duo. Um anyway, give us your odds in the comments down below. You wanna go over to the news? Let's do it. Here we go. Hollow news. Da 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 da. Hollow news. Da 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 da. Hollow. Da 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 da. You can buy this on iTunes for a dollar ninety nine. Hollow news. And my mic is. I almost hit stop record. My mic is. Hollow news. The news you need to know right now. You got some money. Well, guess what? You can buy a Death Star. Turbulon by Cross Studio. What is a Turbulon? I had to look it up. It is French for whirlwind. It is a type of watch uh, which adds an addition to the mechanics of a watch escapement to increase accuracy. So it's got a lot of gears. So it's like a legit watch, not a digital, not a. I'm gonna say Casio. Where Casio make watches? I can't remember. Uh, a stunning example of haute or la or lingerie. <laughs> Our Lodgery, the limited edition wrist watch, is inspired by the Galactic's Empire infamous space station slash super weapon. As such, the mechanical complications is in unequivocally commanding and features menacing space-age status. Housed in a 45mm black titanium case, the Torvaline features a mesmerizing Death Star-shaped cage that makes one revolution per minute. The hands fittingly shaped like Imperial Star Destroyers have been affixed to the peripheral display that also orbits 360 degrees around the Torvalon. The in-house manual movement, meanwhile, can be clearly seen through the sapphire crystal dial and features distinctive wheels that mirror the Emperor, the Emperor, the Empire's emblem. The movement delivers an impressive five-day power reserve and can be hand-wound via ring on the case back. The watch also features two buttons on the case back that enables the wearer to quickly and effortlessly switch between three interchangeable straps. The options include a black rubber strap and a gray cuff leather strap, which are both embossed with a Death Star, along with a red rubber strap. In addition to the timepiece, collectors will receive a 
kyber crystal prop that appeared on the screen in Rogue One, a Star Wars story. These two rarities come housed in a special watch box handcrafted by a bespoke furniture maker from Switzerland. The designs compromise 700 different parts and emulates the armored containers that also appear in Rogue One. As to be expected, the three collectors don't come cheap. Just 10 individually numbered sets are available and each is priced at $150,000. <laughs> so if you got that cash, oh boy, can you get a wonderful looking watch. Wanna go halfsies? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, in High Republic news, Star Wars has confirmed that the greatest threat to the High Republic era is the monstrous species known as the Dregnir. The future of Star Wars lies in past, specifically in the High Republic era, with the Skywalker saga now at an end. Lucasfilm is expanding to the Star Wars franchise into a new media, the unknown regions and the distant past. Uh, Star Wars Dr. Afra 8, number 8, uh, by Alyssa Wong and Minkyu Jung, confirms that the Drenger are the true threat of the High Republic era. The story set between The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, and it stars the rogue adventurer archaeologist Dr. Afra, who is hired to investigate Nile technology that is up for sale in the black market. Afra's quest takes her to the remote world of Dolar Hyde on the Outer Rim. Though Afra doesn't realize it, it's clear this world was the site of a battle between the Nile and the Dregner. <laughs> Nile put up a fight, but it's clear a vast number of their vessels were down by the force, which is Dregner control using which the Dregner control using their mysterious force powers. It seems that when the Nile and the Dregner Finally, went head-to-head. -head. It didn't go well for the Nile. Ev evidently, the threat of the Dregnir will expand across the entire galaxy in the High Republic era, and they will ultimately wind up at war with the Nile. That makes sense, given the Dregnir consider all mammals simply meat to be devoured, and they wouldn't agree to a truce. But the interesting question is whether Dolar Hyde is simply one world the Dregnir vi visited, or whether it is their home world, world and it was briefly visited by a lone Jedi in Claudia Gray's novel, Into the Dark. So it's very cool. A lot of connections happening. This is what we love about Star Wars. So if you are a Dr. Afro fan, go check it out. I hope I didn't spoil the entire episode issue for you. But it's happening. Get that connection. And this has been your Hollow News. What if you're like me and not a Star Wars fan? Um. Well, then you can go and uh, check out... Um, Fast and the Furious mm -hmm. uh, fan fiction on Reddit, Big uh, where The Rock and uh, Vin Diesel kiss at some point. Do you know? Have you seen Hobbs versus Shaw or Hobbs and Shaw? No. The Shaw Hobbs movie. I watched that. And that's Hans Hans and Shaw Shaw yeah. Gretel. I watched it. and I was just the whole time I was watching it. I was like, "This is incredible that this started off from a ripoff of, of Point Break." Like it's like, like this is like, it's bizarre, you know. And the fact that more time has now passed since the first Fast and Furious than between Fast and Furious and Point Break is really also also incredible. Also, also, also incredible. Um, and there, there are franchises that do those black screens of like. 2021 2022 <laughs> <laughs> i i told your roommate daryl that it was it was just point break and he he ended up watching point break he goes they're somewhat similar i'm like somewhat similar <laughs> you substitute surfing with cars it's the same movie yeah but patrick swayze was the best swayze
Gary Busey, father of Jake Busey from Starship Starship Troopers. Troopers. (laughs) (laughs) All right, top five. Top five. I was like, what's top five? <laughs> what's uh, the I mean, top just, five today? I don't know. Top five characters slash types of characters that the that the actors and actresses announced as cast members will be playing in, in Obi-Wan Kenobi. So what types of characters will these people be playing? My number five. One of them will be an old Jedi master. None of them were old, but one of them will be an old Jedi master. So, um, yeah, that could work because like, Another storyline could be how Obi Wan's trying to figure out how to become one with the Force. Yeah, I mean, and is like, Liam Neeson showing up? Jedi. Yeah, that's a good question. Like he could meet Jedi Masters through that, right? Like yeah. they could be ghosts. That there you go, boom. It's such a it's such a a crazy ensemble Actually, that none. Sorry, none of these actors look like they would ever be in a movie. You know what I mean? Like they're all so so yeah. vastly different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like well. Like, what, what they could do is just like they could have some like old Jedi from High Republic era as a Force Ghost, mm. and you're like, boom! I just talked to Avro, uh, Av- Avro Staros. Man, I really got back to get back to the reading. I can't remember the character. <laughs> That's uh, that. That'd be beautiful. Like it's so easy. It doesn't mean anything unless you've like read all that stuff. You're like, oh wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go number five is going to be Hondo and Nuck. <laughs> Who which one of them? Can Actually you... screw that. That's during I was joking there. Hondo and Naka. Somebody's in Hondo and Naka. But which one? You got now now I'm putting on the spot. Which one of these actors is Hondo? So the problem is like do you get Jim Cummings to do the voice still? So Joel Edgerton plays both roles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why not? Because, like, uh, Steve Agee is two characters in the new Suicide Squad. So why why not? That'd be beautiful. Same with uh, uh, Sean Gunn. You're missing Sean Gunn. Yeah, yeah. For all you Gilmore Girls fans is Kirk on Gilmore Girls. (laughs) (laughs) Brock Cena because it's on Netflix. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, no, I'm going to go Hondo and Naka. I don't know. I don't know. O'Shea Jackson is Hondo and Naka. I don't know. Uh, My number four is a young Laura Santeca. Oh, yeah. One of them is a young Laura Santeca. I'm guessing it'll be Rupert Friend because he's the only one here that Mm. I could see. Unless Hayden Christensen plays both. (laughs) (laughs) Hayden Hayden Christensen is actually playing... Playing uh, Anakin Boner, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Boner. They're casting as Anakin Boner. Bracket number four. Uh, my number four was going to be my number five until I thought of the genius that is Hondo Anaka. <laughs> um, number four is going to be Duchess Satine. Yeah. There's no confirmation that's what that that actress is playing, but like that'd be cool. I, I would love that. You know, like I just talked about high Republic, throw in some clone wars characters that only mm-hmm. exist in there. Why not mm-hmm. connected to the Kree's family in some way? Well, Dan, Dan Allen is very happy about your Hondo Anaka. I can hear him shouting from the roof. <laughs> my, my number three is one of them will be a pod racer. <laughs> Sick. I'm sure you, oh, you make it, it was like I'll make come it back. Uh, Sung Kang because he's yeah. Han from Fast and the Furious. <laughs> oh Done. God, that'd Boom. be amazing. They, yeah. You uh, McGregor's like I'll come back, but there needs to be a 15 minute pod racing scene. And they're like, but the episodes <laughs> are only 20. <laughs> the episodes are 25 minutes. There needs oh, to be God. a 15 minute pod race. And he at one point says, "Now that's podcasting." 
hello there. <laughs> oh, what are the odds that he's going to say hello there in the Obi-Wan series? What are the odds that'll be the first words he says in the series? <laughs> hello there. The show starts I don't like... remember owning a droid. I've always wanted to own a droid. <laughs> <laughs> What's your number three hello there? My number three is going to be some cutesy alien because I feel like Kumail Nanjiani is just going to voice a character. He did that in uh, Man in Black. Uh, what's the newest one? Oh, I've never seen that Thor? one. Was it as bad Neither as people I, said? Neither have I, I know he's in it. Uh, what is it called? Men in Black International? International? I don't know. I feel like when when they stop like coming up yeah. with, with numbers, they're like, we'll just put International. And you're like, all right. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Um, yeah, yeah, you're probably right on that. My number two is Asajj Ventress. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do it. My number two it. is not going to be my number one because you already know that I like it a lot. Uh, Inquisitors, for sure. So, like, that's yeah. my number one, bro. <laughs> my number one is Darth Vader. No. <laughs> my number one. <laughs> Owen Lars. A long lost uncle. I'm gonna no, I know what I'm gonna go force ghost. I think force ghost should be Sweet. a thing in this. Yeah. Because that's a big part of who Obi-Wan becomes in the original trilogies. This whole thing could just be a mind game while he's learning to transition into a force ghost, like learning how to do it, and it's like he has to pass some kind of trials. Could you imagine if this whole series is just what he thinks about seconds before Vader's lightsaber hits him on the Death Star? And it's just like, what? Or like, you think it's a memory, and but it's an actuality. Oh my God, James, I've got it. <laughs> that is how he enters the force. He lives in this world. He thinks it's a, you think it's a memory of like in between, but that is how you drop in all these random characters like Vader and Anakin. You don't have to explain anything because it's like, this is all a figment of his imagination or it's his, it's the seconds before his... I love uh, what would you I love that idea of the series starts with old Obi-Wan yeah. putting it up, <clears throat> closing it, and then yeah. right when it comes, we just go and then he wakes up and goes, Hello there. And th no, you start he started like that that video from YouTube where they redid the yeah. the lightsaber <laughs> battle so to be awesome. The top. <laughs> so you just do that, you're like, What? And then he's like, No, and then the story starts. You're like, what? Yeah, no, I, oh, I love man, that idea. That would be genius. And then, Hire like, yes, the story is just like, what happens to your uh, energy when you, you join the force? Yeah, and then you could bring back all the characters that have died in the past and do whatever you want and tell whatever you want. You know, this is like, I thought about this a couple weeks ago. I'm like, I don't think I could... Like, I love Marvel, DC, I like uh, Harry Potter, I like Star Wars, but I thought about it recently, I don't think I could think up a story for that. You know, like, I've never had the desire to tell one of those stories, but, like, that would be kind of crazy, because mm -hmm. it is just, like, you can make it work if you think it through, and it allows you to do whatever you want, because it's, like, this only occurs in someone's, like, mind, so it doesn't affect anything but then he could tell so much about everything without you know what i mean like oh i'm in i'm in too let's Dear make it happen 
Dear George Lucas, how are you? I am fine. <laughs> I sold Star Wars. Leave me alone, Brock. He's <laughs> Please see this the case of <laughs> Coke Zero that I have sent you. <laughs> Every time I visit Ooh. you, Brock, you have new cases of Coke Zero. Now I know where they came from. We should just write fan fiction and just read it on the show. <laughs> And then when things are safe, we shoot it <laughs> and it becomes our <laughs> fan thing. But we go over budget every time. So it just turns into Obi-Wan you know, Kenobi sitting around a campfire. We're equipped because I'm going to announce it here. James's movie, Mindgate, is a finalist in the Vancouver Independent yes. Films of the ages <laughs> so big congratulations to him right, well, i'm yeah. sure we'll be talking about it in the next couple next month or so because it happens in april yeah it's coming up yeah it's april yeah so that's awesome is his sci-fi movie have you ever made a sci-fi movie like that before or okay. short no i've never done anything like that before it was so fun. that's awesome congratulations to Thanks. you i'm proud of you oh thank you I'm proud of. I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> you were you were going to, and then you had to work the Blue Jays. Yeah, exactly. Um, back in the long, long ago. Back, back, there was three, almost three years ago. We shot that thing, and uh, we finished. So we're it. good. We can we can make our own Star Wars movie. And right I have now. green. I have a green screen now too. So it's a small one, I think. Ooh la la. Yeah. So we could just do, just wear green, and we could be ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> Is it weird that when you said ghosts and I was thinking movies, it was like, finally, we can make a Pac-Man movie. <laughs> yes, I didn't even think of that. Let's do it, though. Let's do it. All right. All right, what well, is episode 209? 209, and we're feeling so fine. <laughs> this is the part of the show where you you pick up random garbage off the floor. Oh, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, Obi-Wan Hello there. I'm looking for a bounty hunter named Django Fett. <laughs> Why would he look for himself? Makes no sense. Uh, anyways, episode 209 of the Rebel Scum podcast. It was a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, yeah. Anything else you want to say, Brack? Uh, wear a mask, especially if it's Darth Vader mask. <gasps> all right. Um, I'm James, and uh, thank you all for watching for chugging along, for subscribing, for liking, for supporting in all sorts of ways. That goes for everybody, except for Brock, who is always scum. And I'm Brock, and I say rebel scum now. Hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.